Welcome to Men Speak Radio. I must admit, no offence to all our guests. Why do I sound so tinny? Do I sound... Make me sound sexy, James. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, boss. There you go. Look at that. With the twiddle of a knob, magic happens. Anyway, moving swiftly on... He wants to be watched watched twiddling the knobs. (laughs) (laughs) I... So this week... Ah, welcome to Men Speak Radio. I think I said that bit. This week we get to hang out and my inner DJs are playing, is it Simon and Garfunkel that did Old Friends, do 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 do, book ends, or something like that. Do you know what I'm on a, no you lot are so young, apart from you Max, you're my age. (laughs) You're older. Oh thank you. (laughs) What I love about when we do these, um, the, the groups, is we just get to be us, we get to hang out. And it does feel like old friends today. For some reason, it's like for me to be with you four, it's a real sense of belonging and familiarity. I've only known you, how long have I known you? A year, not even About a year. year. Yeah. Not even that though, eh? I first spoke to you in December. Oh yes, you did. Yeah, because we were on. on you were on the first show, so we were yes. in communication in December. So it's been about a year. I remember, it's and now I'm in the stu- stu- studio. <laughs> so moving swiftly on from my inner DJs. Um, so we're going to hold a men's group. Before you hold your own, go to mensgroups.co.uk download the ground rules and we're not going to bore you by reading the ground rules but please read the ground rules uh, mensgroups.co.uk and oh my bell's in my bag do us a favor james is it outside yeah it's the black one with lots of zips before we start we agree just want to say before i leave the room you know i'm the producer here no (laughs) no dirty talk (laughs) also it's in a red kind of cloth thing Sounds dirty already. Do you need that, do you need that as well? <laughs> no, 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 just the bell, just the bell. Quick, yeah. Quick ad break on. <laughs> nah, nah, we, we're, we're very good at gap filling. What, what? Um, so what we do is check out the ground rules, then everyone agrees to the ground rules, and or haggles them or changes them or whatever, and the object of the exercise is the ground rules belong to all of us. We've kind of agreed. And after we've agreed to the ground rules, or not, once we're all satisfied, then we have two minutes silence. Is two minutes too long on the radio? We usually do, what, 30 you seconds can do or something? You want, Kenny. Don't worry. Consensus. How many minutes do we want? One How minute's long? fine, too. I mean. One minute. Right. Let me whip out my magical golden bell. a bit wrapped up, eh? Hello, Bell. See, my inner DJ now is playing that song. Bell, bottom jeans, boots with the fur. With the fur. Thank you, Birdie. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting the most confused look from Kenny. <laughs> so I'm very happy that you helped me out there. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny was like, what are you on about? You two are like... Verging, getting into double actism. <laughs> right, okay. So, read the ground rules, agreed the ground rules, one minute silence. Here we go.
good news during that minute was I remembered that I owe you a school. Oi, oi. Live on air as well. <laughs> exactly. Am I going to get paid live on air as well? <laughs> nah. You can leave it after the show, don't worry. No, let me do it now, otherwise I'll forget. A school, for those of you in outside London, uncool, don't know that... Do you not know what you know what a score is, don't you? Yeah. What's a score? Do you two know? Like two now or <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what a score is, yes. Exactly. Don't say I've lost it. I took out twenty quid earlier. It's twenty quid, isn't it? It's a score. It's a score, do you know what I mean? It's a score geezer. Right. I, I don't pretend no. to be cockney so much. While I look for my twenty quid, you can check in <laughs> over to you. <laughs> The sound of that man slowly dying is Birdie in the corner, by the way, <coughs> in case you were wondering. Um, Checking round. My name is James Edward Blake. I feel relaxed. What I want from this group is just to relax, have a bit of fun, talk, talk to some cool people. My age is 24. My Chinese sign is pig. My Western sign is Aquarius. My sexuality is straight, heterosexual. I am single, a father. <laughs> um, I just found that one out. Um, <laughs> I'm single. Congrats. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Good, I think, I think you. I think you. I can congratulate you. Can I? <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess it's a good thing. A lot of people would take that seriously, or should I take that seriously? Have you just found <laughs> out that you're a father? I hope not. <laughs> it happens. It really happens, you know. Yes. I would be very surprised, let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I would be very surprised. Beyond immaculate yeah. conception. I'd be like, hmm, hang on a minute. Um, the last <coughs> time I cried is... It's been a very long time since I properly, properly cried, but it was the last time I saw my nan in uh, hospital. Last time I ejaculated was today is Wednesday, so Tuesday night. Unfortunately, the tissues were just for show. My greatest fear right Too now... Too much information! <laughs> that was just... <laughs> things are getting out of hand. <laughs> okay, we're not even <laughs> like... We're like 10 minutes in. Um, <laughs> my greatest fear right now is... Losing my nan, but probably just dying of heat exhaustion in this room, to be honest with you, because it's already getting hot already. I hate the... I hated the tube last night, I'm just going to say that. It was really packed, and I left here at like 11 o'clock at night. Who's getting the tube at 11 mm. o'clock on a Wednesday night? I love where we are at the moment. I think there's a great like energy in the room, you know mm. what I mean? Great like atmosphere, so I'm really loving that. And I am, I'm done checking in. That's what I am. So Thank you. Passing it over. Righty ho. Um, my name's uh, Max Hatvani. I'm feeling quite apprehensive. I've never been on radio, really. <laughs> um, uh, what I want from this group is actually to pretend that the radio is not here, really. Because um, yeah. I, I really like the men's groups. Uh, I've been going for several years now and it's a very intimate conversation and to do it on the air is just I just want to ignore that fact um, my age is I'm 55 uh, I'm a dragon and I'm uh, Sagittarius I'm heterosexual I'm uh, separated divorced uh, 
have a father of two uh, grown-up kids, 22 and 20, 25, um, girl and boy, boy and girl, whatever. And uh, last time I cried, I cried. <laughs> I cried in an animation. What? Uh, yes. What kind of an animation? Uh, just claws. It was a it was a silly children's animation, oh. and it was just so sad and sweet. And and that's the thing, you know. I can't seem to cry about my own sad life. <laughs> I can certainly cry very very well in a good drama. That's interesting. Yeah, and uh, uh, I love it when it does that. Yeah, you know when I see it. so uh, yeah, dramas, sad shows make me cry. It's such a cleansing. Mm. So when you cried during this an animation, did you feel cleansed? Or did oh yeah, yeah. Yes, this is sort of cathartic don't you think I mean yeah definitely yeah. so do you use stuff like that as a vehicle to empty out yeah sometimes yeah I'm hoping that it's gonna make me cry yeah definitely Excellent. I, I, I think it's the best movie when they make you cry yeah yeah um, uh, yeah it's just so odd that I can't do it uh, it was so difficult to do in my own life I think I it rather than cry I would just get angry mm. um, and it, th that's how I think uh, we've been taught as men is men don't cry they mm. just get angry they get even uh, and sadly it's either anger out or anger in mm -hmm. and the anger in can so easily turn into depression and stuff like that oh god yeah i saw a guy uh, these two cars this morning they were just like at loggerheads and they were causing this huge traffic jam and neither one of them would back down mm. one of them got out of the car and it just it's just like it's so unnecessary it's just so unnecessary. Um, and I'm guessing nine times out of ten with stuff like that, it's not about the road rage. Mm. It's about whatever this is. Yeah, about. they're hung up on something exactly. that they can't get out. And yeah. that's why it's so important to cry. Yeah. You need to let go, you mm. know. And, and yeah. Easier said than done for a lot of people, though. But when you see a man crying, you think weakness. Really? Do you? Well, I, I think that. I think a lot of people would think that I was weak if I was crying. I often think and how the, unsymmetrical. The last time I really cried at work, when I, when I had my job, I, I cried in front of them and it just totally disarmed everybody. Yeah. And uh, I, it disarmed me and I didn't feel in charge anymore of what I was trying to bring across. And uh, so uh, crying in front of people to defend my position was seemed impossible mm. because it distracted. Mm. Mm. Um, and uh, uh, so it's really nice to just cry quietly in front of a dramatic movie. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. When I see a man cry, um, generally it's, I guess, in a group or, um, and it's vulnerable about something that matters. Mm -hmm. And I feel more let in. I think, thank God, that yeah. you feel safe enough to go there. Right. Uh, and that we're connected enough that you can open up and let this pass. Yeah, in the groups you create that space though. That that's the sp it's there's a space for that. Right. There's a space for emotional talk yeah, amongst yeah. men. Yeah. Rather um, than daily life and Yeah. There, I think yeah, I've just this theory that men weren't supposed to cry because uh there was no time for it. Yeah. They had to make things work. And uh uh uh, they had to lead things. That if if they were afraid or 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 fearful or sad, 
the the lion would kill them. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you, you just had to be really, really present. Is and that a positive use of so-called toxic masculinity? Because that's yeah. not the time to stand and process your feelings. That's yeah. the time to kill rather than be killed. Yeah, exactly. You have to be present, and uh, uh, and you're as men. I feel like we're more more mechanical. Mm. We we're like, how do we fix this? Yeah. yeah. What what's the next thing to do? Yeah. Um, whereas uh, uh, the and the emotions are supposed to be in the back seat mm. somewhere. Uh, whereas I think women kind of go for the putting emotion they do it through their emotions and, mm. and with their emotions and i and i think that's where uh what the demand is now for mm. for men to you know be with their emotions rather than uh uh rage rage it's rage instead of crying crying is weakness and i feel we're very lucky as well that we live in an age where men and women can own both negative and positive rather than men have to be masculine and women have to be feminine. We can allow, as mm -hmm. a man, I can allow my masculine and my feminine. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel with the crying thing, I wonder whether that's old boy programming. I did a video. Mm -hmm. um, what's my YouTube called? How did, do you know what it's called, the YouTube? Or do you just type mm. in YouTube men's groups or Kenny Marmorality Cruise? Which video? Boys don't cry, but men do. Yeah, just type in like boys don't cry, Kenny to cruise. <laughs> oh, really? Simple <laughs> as that. So you don't even. Right. But Kenny does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no. It's. I think it's a really important thing because um, a lot oh, of boys, I, yeah. it's like they need boys need to prove their masculinity, sure. where men surely need to allow themselves to have their masculine and feminine power, so so we can be whole. Mm -hmm. rather than proving anyway i can't believe this is your first time on the show you right. just like engage straight in there with <laughs> your radio voice you're just brilliant yeah no i i think it's just i think yeah thank you and i just think that that uh um there there's a whole uh there needs to be a there it's a culture thing you know so um i think that um it's it's such a, a difficult thing for men and women to yeah. accept that men can cry too and it can be okay mm. you know and uh at the moment it's not quite okay mm. uh, because <coughs> we have that in our mindset uh i think when it becomes okay um and we can i mean uh, well, that's one of the things i really love about the men's group is we can there's the space yeah. to really hash out the emotional stuff mm. without being grandiose or pretending to be more than one one is. Mm. Um, and there's a real grounding in the event mm. because of it. And I'm sure women experience the same thing when they speak truly from their emotions. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's uh, that's what's so inspiring about the men's group is I can really move forward after each after the, the men's group each month mm. um, anyway so I continue oh yeah um, the last time I ejaculated <sighs> I ejaculate so much I, ejac I ejaculate every day mm. uh, sometimes twice a day and uh, often before meeting a pretty woman, woman because I, I don't want sex to be the, the issue 
Um, That's well managed. Mm. So you take the edge off. Take the batter out. (laughs) 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 Out of the equation. (laughs) Anyway. My my greatest fear... um, My greatest fear, I guess, is that I... uh, um, I don't know. I don't don't want to be alone. I'd Mm -hmm. like to have a partner in my life. And I've been in in about five or six different relationships now since I separated about six years ago. Mm -hmm. And it's it's starting to scare me that I'm not able to share with someone else. Okay. Now that's a really good advertisement. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody out there, are you listening? (laughs) Nice one. Uh, I hate... um, I hate what I saw this morning, this guy getting out of the car being angry with the other person and, and not and 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 causing all this huge traffic jam and everybody else uh upset and mm. disruption. Um I love that I'm I love being in men's groups. And um and I've I've already forgotten that I'm on radio. Um and I'm um happy to be here. That's it. Thank you. Over to you, Bertie. Oh, you've got this one. No, no, no. No, no, no. He's got (laughs) that one. (laughs) Oh, oh, one thing is watch about banging the table. Not that anyone has, because Mm -hmm. that that sends the... um, It just makes a very loud noise. Yeah. Uh, So, my name is Bertie. Um, I feel... um, I suppose I do still feel a bit ill. Um, (coughs) I had the flu recently um yeah and i just feel a bit flat and empty uh and also just like a confusing mixture of emotions um yeah so stuff that's like come up which i don't really understand quite fully yet um yeah, it could be to do with the illness, but it could be not. Um, so hopefully I'll kind of unpack that a bit during this and get to the bottom of it. Mm. Um, so what I want from the group is share, listen, have a joke about. Um, 26, Chinese sign monkey, Western sign Capricorn. Uh, sexuality is straight, single... Last time I cried was a couple of days ago. Last time I ejaculated was yesterday. My greatest fear right now. Mm. Would it be infecting all my equipment with your flu? No, I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> <laughs> I have some concerns. <laughs> uh, I hate... There's no greatest fear right now. No, I can't think of anything. Fair enough. Uh, hate. Mm, yeah, I, I hate when I feel stuff and I don't know where it came from or what it means mm. or how to move on from it if, if it's uncomfortable. And once you know or pretend you know, does it shift? Um, sometimes, yeah. And 
do you know or do you kind of find an answer that kind of fits like um, in the past have you known uh, yeah I think so yeah mm. like sometimes I can I can pick up other people's emotions mm. <clears throat> and uh, not even realise it mm. and I'll go away feeling and Paul you're actually the one that kind of showed me this and it was like yeah sometimes I just feel like really shit or really like anxious or uh, scared or you know just some weird negative emotion out of nowhere mm. and then I realised the person I was hanging out with a few years, a few hours before or something that was exactly how they were feeling mm. or that was how they're feeling and pretending not to feel or something like that so mm. um, so you'll pick up their shadow emotions I guess mm. and you'll carry them yeah because sometimes they can be like really hyper and like bubbly yeah. but then there's like a bit of a tinge to it where it's like you can tell they're kind of running away from something Yeah, and then yeah I might pick up that emotion that they're repressing and when you do do you have a way of letting it go so it doesn't kind of attach itself to you um I mean not not really I mean there's um a thing you taught me which is just like breathing and closing your chakras mm. um um and then apart from that normally once once I realize and I just kind of let it go then mm. that helps me move on a bit mm. Mm. I'll tell you what the reason I ask that is I find similar to what Max was saying about males need to fix things it's also I feel males or people need to know and there can be emotions around sometimes and it's like I have a feeling now what story can I give this feeling so I can feel in control of the feeling rather than vulnerable with the feeling and it could be oh it's because of this that happened or this that I'm anxious about or I can blame my mother or this school or society for this and it's almost like actually it's just a feeling that needs to pass and sometimes it doesn't need a story it just needs to be felt past but I've, I used to feel a lot more in control knowing the story behind my feeling uh, and it's been quite a big deal to sometimes not have a story <laughs> it's like no it's this it's this like feeling turd that just needs to pass that like good feelings pass bad feelings pass good thoughts ev you know everything all things will pass anyway i um but what do you do if it just kit like carries on for ages personally then i wonder why it's there it's like, yeah. I wonder what this is trying to tell me. Um, so I, I'd, I'd act like it's a messenger. And I might go into the feeling um, and follow the feeling to see where it takes me. Um, but that involves a certain amount of uh, safety uh, or maybe even connection. So I feel safe that I can go into deep, dark places because I've got you lot, I've got the men's groups, I've got close friends, I've got my wife, I've got people I can, you know, say, you never believe what I'm thinking or what I'm feeling or what's going on. But maybe I remember before I had all of these people and the ability to talk and know what my feelings are, I'd think, no way am I going to cry because if I start, I may never stop. No way am I going to take the lid off because if I start thinking and processing my past I, I might just go mad 
and it will all crowd in and fall in on me and I won't, I'll be so out of control and overwhelmed. Which is why I feel it's really good to have someone or people to kind of walk beside and to debrief with or to, to laugh with or to get a break from of all of this, to get it in perspective. Mm-hmm. Because I can so, you know, my wife said to me, um, alcoholism, drug addiction, you know, sex addiction, whatever. Not sure that that's what it's about. She said, I wonder if it's addiction to our thoughts and maybe our feelings about where it's really at. And then the drink, drugs and sex and everything else helps us to survive our thoughts and feelings and somehow fill the hole, as it were. Um, but yeah, I, I, and I believe you, I'd like to think that you feel safe enough as well yeah. that you can go in and you've got people around mm. um, who will hold you if you fall apart. Uh, just to know, because knowing is enough. I'd say it rarely happens, and when it happens, that's all right. That's part of life, too. It's turning the corner. It's going through it. Sadly, I believe a lot of people are so busy avoiding and surviving their feelings rather than feeling in and feeling through and getting the goodness and having so much of a bigger, richer life on the other side, where avoiding them, I know when I did, I was much smaller, and I I didn't touch the sides. I, I, I barely existed. Now, shut me up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about taking that stuff with you right it's exactly. like it's including it you don't have to now you don't have to like squeeze yourself into something you can now just go okay this is all of me yeah and then uh there's more authentic or authenticity yeah and uh uh you know and um it's i think even being shy or just uh being with that um or being uncomfortable uh, just being with it. Mm. it really, when you're with it, then it's not running you. Exactly. You know, and, and when Name. you're trying to shove it down, it's running you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Definitely. That's my experience, yes. I think that's spot on. And I feel that when I name the story, I'm disempowering the story. And the story doesn't own and run me. Mm. And I can take the story along, turn the volume down, because I'm not the old story. Um, and write my new story. And what you're talking about, that level of authenticity, with that, there is more of you to love Mm. rather than just the cheap acts that you think people want. Right. So, yeah. We're all trying to give what we think people want. I'm not sure I want to be part of that. It's exhausting, isn't it? (laughs) When I I used to do that, yeah. Yeah. And I catch myself with that less and less, thankfully. Mm. Um, Maybe it's with age. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and surely that's a good thing. Yeah. And why wait until you're older? Like, the time is now. Yeah. I mean, like, how much do you hate Bertie for being who and where he is at his age? Do you know what I mean? He deserves punishment. <laughs> what we had to go through, and you're just handing it over? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you were saying... Um, that was the hate. I love... Um, music and getting insights and remembering stuff I'd forgotten, which I like, like good, like good memories as well as bad memories. Um, yeah. Uh, I am feeling pretty mellow. Thank you. Thank you. 
Um, so my name is Paul. I feel um, mixture between calm and nervous. Uh, nervous after listening to uh, Max's intro, I was like, <laughs> "How am I going to compete with that?" Um, it's no competition. Yeah. Exactly. It's just being myself. Like <laughs> <laughs> um, what do I want from this group? Uh, free group in it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I said that last time. Uh, I don't yeah, think free you group. Did. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I was thinking that last time. Free, yeah. Free um, group. Oh, okay. Rather than because otherwise it's like. 25 quid oh, okay. or 15 pound concession. That's right. I've been paying for these things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cheap as chips. Oh, it as, is. As groups oh, go. Hell, man, yeah. I think it's, but it depends. Surely it's a perspective thing because mm. I've had, sorry, I'm jumping in on you. No, okay. um, I've had people who have uh, lots of money, but they feel that they're in, unable to earn money and they've been trained to preserve their assets where it's a lot and because maybe they're not earning they're just collecting rent or something it's like I'm not earning so therefore I'm a concession surely meanwhile I've had people who come from relatively impoverished backgrounds who are earning money who think 25 pounds god that's value because there's space for me and it's it's like I don't go to therapy and it's cheaper than that and um, their relationship to money is very different. And so I'd say it doesn't matter how much you've got or not. It's like, where are you coming from? Um, and how do you feel? Not only about money, but I guess about self-worth um, yeah. and about parting with sharing rather than... Uh, th this, is, this is, I guess, my niggle thing. Um, sharing rather than um, hoarding. So... I'll pass back to you and stop talking now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. I've always felt like I've had value, whether it's free or not free. Mm. But it's like yeah. there's been something there. So whether I get to, uh, to talk much in the group or I get to listen most of the group, it's still valuable for me. So Why? It would be hard to say what value I got from each one, mm. but it was, it was always different and things always shifted after. Mm. So... Mm. Yeah. Um, my age, 42. Chinese sign snake. Um, Western sign is Taurus. I'm straight. Uh, stepfather. Uh, with a partner. Uh, last time I cried, uh, it was a long time ago actually. So it was that movie, uh, Monster Calls. Mm, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Uh, that put me in pieces. Yeah, it really did. And I think probably need to watch it again at the moment just to start the process of <laughs> Monster Calls. Uh, a Monster yeah. Calls. Yeah. A Monster Calls. Okay, yeah. I'm see good that one. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on it. Oh, <laughs> it. It messed me up in a, in a good way. I felt empty after. Okay, so, like having a big shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, last time I ejaculated was last night. Um, my greatest fear right now, I can't think of anything in particular. Um, I've, I've thought these bits out though. I hate retail Christmas. Mm. I hate retail Christmas. Mm. So all the shopping and the bullshit and the, 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 um, all the sales now and the advertising and stuff like that. And I love... Um, family Christmas. 
So mm. they're two separate things in my head. Um, they really are two separate things. Yeah. Mm. And it's try not to get them too try not muddled to up. Lines, yeah. Isn't it? yeah. Between do I have to Definitely. go out and do retail therapy with the family, or do mm. I just sit at home and watch a Christmas film and make some food? You know, that's a, yeah. mm. it's a fine line to walk. Definitely. I like the rest. I like when everything stops, even if it's just for one day. Yeah. Um, the lights and stuff and like the atmosphere in the air I like but then it's, it's, it's the sales and all that yeah. nonsense I cannot it's stand it's the business mm. and, yeah. and eating too much <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. when you're together with family you just <laughs> eat too much I love mm. that part <laughs> <laughs> uh, well you've got room to spare I don't I've <laughs> oh, <laughs> capacity <laughs> I've got some tires here um, I am um, happy at the moment hmm. I'm going to miss you when you go. I've been thinking yeah, about it a lot. It's mm. strange, eh? Yeah, like yeah. Someone's yeah. leaving. Yeah. Very strange. And also this Christmas being with the family. And then you abandoned them. Kind of a bloke oh, are you? Abandoning <laughs> <laughs> is a uh, hot topic at the moment. Oh, in really? House, so, yeah. Wow. It's a big deal, eh? Mm. And even though logically it's obviously not true, mm. logic and emotions can be worlds apart. Mm. Mm. Right, my name is Kenny. I feel very happy just to be hanging out, basically. Uh, and it's been fun so far. Um, what I want, I guess, is to check in a bit. Um, and I'm not sure what about, because life can be so fast and busy that it's just go, go, go. And to be able to stop and feel what's been happening and check in with it is worth its weight in gold. I am 55, Virgo, dragon, straight, married. Do you know, the last time I cried is... I find that when, when blokes get to the last time I cried, it's almost embarrassing. When it comes to the last time I ejaculated, it's just no big deal, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I realise that. It's ridiculous, well, yeah. isn't it? It's like, it's like, oh, last night, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and it's like, last time I cried, it's like, ooh, uh, ooh. <laughs> I don't know about that. And do you know what? When you said it, I thought, oh, my God, we're going to be doing this checking round. And I have to say that the last time I cried was watching a princess rom-com. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh it's really bad oh, it was just so good and I was I was with my wife and <laughs> it was after I hadn't seen her for a while she was in Italy and I'd been working hard and you know we got home and we ate and what should we do now and she said oh I know you don't like rom-coms but and I'm like oh go on then and she said look it's a princess one it's for little girls and I just <laughs> thought Oh, go on. It'll be rubbish. It doesn't matter. I could fiddle on my phone while it's on. And it was gripping. <laughs> it was just absolutely amazing. It's called Princess Switch. Okay. And the prince, there's a, a, a princess and a kind of like um, normal working woman, not prostitute, working as in working in a cafe or something. <laughs> <I don't remember>. <laughs> <laughs> well, who <laughs> goes to princess? <laughs> That would be a movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's what they call working girls, sadly, isn't it? It's oh. like, anyway, and they accident. Oh, she was a baker. That's right. She they accidentally met, and then cut a long story short, they switched roles because they looked so um, like each other, and then the um, pastry chef or whatever you want to call her fell in love with the prince, and opened his heart, and the other one fell in love with the guy who owns the pastry shop and it was just 
absolutely wonderful. And the time that I cried and I hid it from my wife <laughs> is when the prince declared his love for the woman, irrespective of who she is. And it's like it's the it's the the, the handsome prince. Oh, this is so good! I didn't realise it was the <laughs> handsome prince telling the, the the woman who's not the princess that he loves her. And it was that declaration of love and that love prevailed everything. And I, I wasn't sobbing because I wasn't alone. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Princess yeah. Switch, save it for Christmas. It's such a good, was it a Christmas movie? I don't remember. But yeah. I didn't know that I like princess rom-coms. I hope it's a one-off. <laughs> okay, the last time I cried, last time I ejaculated last night. Greatest fear right now, greatest fear right now. I think it's Christmas. There's no like, you know, everyone's too, in too good of a mood to have a fear. If that makes sense. Mm, but then a lot of people at Christmas fear being alone for the rest of their lives, and it can be a very, very lonely time. It can be, yeah. Um, which is why partly you're putting on the extra men's groups mm. online, yeah. um, and I've done that every year um, because people need to check in, whether they're isolated. And they just need to check in rather than checking out. You know, there are a lot more suicides as well as obviously eating and alcoholism and drug abuse and everything to fill the hole and, and that loneliness. So there's check in to relieve isolation. And also a lot of men check in so they can uh, have a space for them because going to the family home can be why have I turned into a rebellious little boy? I'm 65, God damn it, and I'm still acting like their child. <laughs> so it's checking in with, there's got to be some space for me in this madness. So, yeah, it's um, Men Speak Online, mensgroups.co.uk, or where, where do people go to sign up? I don't know. You look right. it up. Google it. Yeah. I, I, why should I know this? Okay, that brings us very nicely into I Hate I hate computers and the internet and social media and all of that. And more than that, I realize, this is new to me, I realize that I hate seeing other people's lives and judging people, whether it's good or bad, or whether it's an act or not, I'm just full of judgment. And I get into dismissal, competition, um, I gloat, you know, all sorts of nonsense. It's a nasty thing. I hate it. Judge that that social media judging thing. It's a nasty thing. I don't I think it's healthy. No, it's not. It's it's proven not to be healthy. And like studies have been done. Didn't was it you that said studies have been done that it's kind of like uh, a coke thing? Yeah, it releases the same um, chemical in your brain that cocaine does. Ridiculous. When you so. go on social media and you do that whole judging thing, you're like, oh, I'm so much better than him. Oh, look at them. Blah, blah, blah. That's, yeah. It's the same neurological processes doing cocaine which is the same as gambling it's the same as lots of things mm. it's the mm. release of serotonin I want to say and I love that I'm going to have much more of a social media presence <laughs> and I don't have to do it ha 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 you just be dumping on other people right <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> well we've set up we've got so much stuff in the diary or schedule or whatever it is you call it for next year plus so much more that we're going to make. And I've got no problems. You know, Bertie holds up a camera and says, right, we need, what was it the other day? We need 15 minutes talk for 
a, a student thing in Dublin or whatever it was that wanted me to talk about blah 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 whatever it was and top of my head I did it and it was so easy I can do that but to have to click the buttons and see who likes me and who doesn't like me and who likes other people more and that they shouldn't like them because I'm prettier or older or smarter or you've been around longer you know this competition shit it's like I don't need it so good that it's going out good that I'm going to be available and we can pass things on thank god I don't need to be the tart pressing the buttons I am feisty done <laughs> well that was a, a bit of a check in round eh yeah. shameless ejaculation and princess switch and fear of crying fear of crying indeed um, what, where shall we go chaps what's up would you say anyone Christmas. Uh, you want to go Christmas? Yeah, let's talk Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you want to start? Do a round of Christmas. Yeah. Whatever it is about Christmas. Um, whatever it is about Christmas for me. Um, well, uh, I have actually the choice of being alone for Christmas because my son wants to go. He's down in Brighton University. He wants to go to south of France where my parents are. Mm. And see all his best friends are down there. He grew up in the south of France. Um, uh, I might. I, I'm like. I feel like I should go with him to the south. Yes, of to be with my parents, to be with some family. Mm. You know, mm. most of my brothers and sisters are in America, um, and uh, my daughter is in California with my ex. And so um, I, but what, one of the things is what occurs for me is. I run away from shoulds. Mm, mm. I don't. When there's a should, it's like, do I really want to go? You oh. know, there's a difference, isn't there? I also feel that the biggest gift that I've seen you give yourself mm -hmm. since I've known you, which mm -hmm. is what, 10 years or something, I don't know, maybe less, um, is you have taken your own space and you are living your own life with your boundaries and you so exist now and mm -hmm. i've noticed that since you've existed more you've been more popular people have loved you more right because there is a you to love rather right. than you second guessing who they are or just disappearing i'm not even used to people loving me yeah <laughs> it's it's hard it's is like it what, what the hell why do you love me Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how to do it is so, i'm so used to being isolated yeah and alone and i think uh, one of the things when, when it was like, oh, you're so good at playing on your own, Max. You know, mm. I think I've sort of brainwashed into it. <laughs> and um, but then with lots of kids, it's like yes, God, she was, I was the, I'm the oldest of six kids, and yeah. so she encouraged that. Uh, I think the only person that really made me sane was my grandmother, who was really interested in who I was, mm. Mm. what kind of a person I was, mm. and that really allowed me to to. Exp she she was yeah. Everybody else was ADHD, <laughs> including until, myself, actually. Until when? Because uh, that's changed. That's, well, yeah, it's changed because I've, the men's groups really helped right. uh, a lot. Um, and I did a lot of therapy, but that's, therapy only feels like, um, like verbal diarrhea. I feel like I've mm. done a big emotional poo. Mm. Uh, and I don't, I still feel isolated. Mm. But with mm. men's groups, hearing other people's issues and talking about my issues, and uh, and and help and 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 also 
uh, interjecting with people's other people's issues mm. in the men's group uh, and sharing my own experience of what they're going through uh, really makes me feel a part of something. Mm. So when I leave the men's group, even though it's once a month, I feel like a part of something, mm. and it uh, it it fills me. It it fuels me for the for the month, as it were. Mm. Um, and I guess that's where you've shared yourself. Mm. Other people have shared themselves, mm -hmm. and people have been interested in you. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. And caring, it's a other. safe space too. It's not like you're going to be humiliated or you know. Yeah, people. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Um, I f feel like I mean, when we're young, when I was young, it was getting. It's about getting drunk or getting stoned or something. Or, mm. and then you could let go and and blame that. Mm. You could mm. blame mm. the being drunk or oh, I was stoned. I, I I was an idiot. You mm. know? Um, and uh, uh, now it's like it's more like oh I can be I can be that I can be silly I can be stupid I can talk about fairies and <laughs> princess movies. <laughs> that, those are that's a really corny movie. I, I know it. I saw it. Too. You've seen it? Oh, you are kidding! I feel so <laughs> much so corny about myself. Did you cry? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm afraid not. Oh, you don't feel so good about yourself now, do you? <laughs> <laughs> But it's, oh, no. no, but it's it's fine, you know. It's like it's it's okay, you know. And, and that the most important thing about men's group is it's like oh, that's you know he's he's like that and he's like that and he's like that and and the whole sharing of everybody's everybody's able to express their uniqueness in a safe space mm. and really learn from each other, and that doesn't happen mm. outside of men's group. It does not happen, and. Um, there's not a space for letting go, and uh, yeah, and being real, <laughs> and mm. then, and then I go out and I'm I can I'm more grounded and 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 there for people, and, and safe in my own uh, about myself, and I've yeah, and and I am making myself my own space. Thank you so, so thank you so much, Kenny. It's just I I am, and uh, um, I'm living for the, on my own for the first time in my life, and that's that's extraordinary because. I grew up the oldest of six children. Mm. Then I had roommates when I was living in California, and then I married, met my wife, and I lived with her, and then we had children, and so I've always had other people. Mm. And I, th I was brought up, I think being the oldest, to make sure everybody else was taken care of. And I had this mentality that it, if other people were happy around me, then I was happy, mm. instead of, the other way around, you know, like, oh, yeah, I can be happy. Mm. I can just be happy even though everybody was miserable as shit. Yeah. And, and, and uh, that's fine. Uh, and I didn't, I've never, I've not experienced that before. Um, uh, and yeah, uh, it's, been a, it's been a long journey. It's been a really long journey because that's deeply ingrained in me. Mm. Uh, other people's happiness. Mm. Um, mm. And, uh, every relationship that I've been getting into, it's instantly, it's like I get into this mode of, oh, are they happy? Are they okay? You know? Mm. And it's like, no, mm. no. And then they don't get a sense of me, who I am. Yeah. And then it's, it's like this vicious, like, okay, I've done everything I can for this woman. And it's, and, and so the best relationships are when I'm able to be myself. Yeah. And relax. And it, I think relationship. I mean, I've been going on the web, and it's 
and trying so hard. And that when you're trying, you're not being your. I, I'm not being myself. Mm, you mm. know, and that's like doing an act yes, rather than being. Yeah, me. and so now I'm just flirting all the time. Yeah, I'm not in. I don't. I'm not in a relationship right now, but I'm flirting with lots of young women that are half my age. Very inappropriate. Um, Why is it inappropriate? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's yeah. legal, decent, honest, yeah. and truthful. Well, it's, it's, it is. It's honest and decent. Uh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I own it. I own that I, I, I don't know. I, I'm particularly taken by young, the energy of young women. I I've been with women my age. Yeah. And it's, it's fine. Uh, uh, and yet I enjoy the naivety of young women. And naivety. The, yes, the naivety and the, the so openness. Like the freshness. They don't know, yeah. they're not coming from a knowing so much. Right. You know, it's just like they're, they're, they're absorbing. They're in a space of absorbing, whereas when they're older, and I'm older too, so I should speak for myself too, coming, coming from a knowing that's not exactly helpful uh, with being present. So being with young women makes me very present yeah. um, and not into all my knowing, which I know a fuck of a lot. But that's not helpful. But, you know, in another way, I wonder whether you're at the same stage as these women. Because, mm. in effect, you've only just left home and got your own home. Mm -hmm. You're only just taking your own space and having your own boundaries. Mm -hmm. You're only just being available I for I can people. walk around naked. It's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. No, you've totally interrupted sorry. that flow. Get that picture out of my head. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. That's a, all right. It's a handsome but naked boy. It, I'm, I'm so pleased you think so. And I'm sure half of the people on the internet know that. <laughs> but what I hear you saying is rather than being lonely, you're choosing to sometimes be alone. And you're getting to know yourself in your space, right? Rather than in relationship, second guessing other people. Mm. Fair to mm. say, yes. And that's powerful. Yeah. That's yeah. magical. Um, and with that, I get what you're saying about well, maybe you want to spend Christmas alone. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to ask my son if it's if it's cool for you know. I'm going to ask him if it you know. I'm sure he'll be okay with it because mm. he probably hang out with his friends for Christmas. Yeah. I'm just going to say, look, you know, I think I'm not going to go down for Christmas. Mm. Uh, are you going to be okay? Are you going to have a good time down there? Um, I'll call in <coughs> on Skype or something with my yeah. parents and say Merry Christmas. But, uh, uh, I, I, you know, I just, I think I'll just be with friends. Maybe I'll go to Suicide Hotline and help people. Mm. Um, That's a really nice yeah, thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Really I've nice never thing. done that. Have you ever done that? I've not done it, but... Like, yeah, like, I, I've been thinking I should do that. One. Mm. Yeah, it'd be heavy. It'd be like yeah, yeah, the, the sure. total opposite of kind of Christmas. But God, yeah, but it'd be a really good thing to do. Like, I, I, I feel I could really be real with people yeah. about and and be present for them, and that's what they need to be heard. Mm. Um, uh, I think a lot of suicidal thought is because, uh, yeah, they, they, they just they don't feel heard. They don't feel the the yeah. It's there's nowhere they fit, mm. and um, that's, I'm being generalized, I'm being yeah. generalizing, but uh, yeah, um, to, uh, I think the most important thing of, about being human is belonging. Yeah. Uh, and even if you're alone, 
knowing that you belong. Yeah. Right? And um, when you when I feel that I don't belong, that's when I feel suicidal. Mm. Mm. Well, Christmas is is it's either like a really happy time or it's a really dark time for mm. you, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's either or. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's either it's or, just yeah. like really steep slopes. Yes. There's yeah. kind of no middle ground in the Christmas. Yeah. Area. It's either like really happy. So you eat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And <laughs> lots of comfort food. Stuff your yeah. face. Yes. Avoid all emotion, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes it is so much better to be digesting food rather than feeling any feelings mm. at all. Mm. <laughs> Numb me out. Give me some more potatoes. Mm. Oh, sounds, <laughs> sounds good. Not gonna lie. Um, the moment, I'm doing more exercise than I've ever done in my life. How come? I don't know. It's I've got this personal trainer. She's hot. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wonder if people have said that about you, Paul. Uh, they don't seem to book in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that effect. Yeah, he's, he's hot, man. Yeah, yeah, no, no. yeah but that's he, how you met your your current woman, right? You were training her. In the, yeah, for, that's in the it. Gym, I met Good. Her. Yeah, yeah, she was like, oh, "I'm having you." <laughs> <laughs> I had no choice in the matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Actually, actually, it's often like men make all the moves towards the woman, but actually, women are the one that choose. Mm. I feel, mm. really, it's like that's what I'm feeling, mm. and so mm. I'm just being who I'm being, and eventually, one will be like, "Oh, yeah, I want to hang out with this guy." I love that women uh, do make moves these days mm. because why? Why just wait and hint and right. all of that? Mm. Sorry, we're not all as gorgeous as you, Kenny. Women, women don't just throw themselves at us. I'm okay. not sure. Us mere mortals. Clearly, it's nothing to do with looks because I'm, you know, eight and a half at best. Silver fox. Kidding. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's where you're coming from and availability. Mm. And you are available now. And yeah. You didn't used to be available. And you are more available than you, you used to be because your friends are telling you. That, yeah. Exactly. We spoke about this before the show. And now it's time to learn how to notice receive and respond what's the next reaction for those who aren't aware i was talking to kenny before the show he was like you seem like in a really good mood and i said well a couple of people have told me like you know she was flirting with you right she was like oh, and i was like no i didn't have the, pain. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I had the didn't have the faintest idea yeah and he was like oh that's because you're you're willing to receive now something in your mystical ways it's uh, watch this space i can't wait for the next group because we are going to be getting you hooked up that, that that question. How long has it been, James? Since you last long time. Don't forget, you're Too allowed long. to say pass. Pass. P A double S. I must say, I'm, I'm enjoying being single and flirting a lot, and just being with, enjoying the female energy without an agenda, and uh, because, yeah, and and in fact, you do know, you, do you yeah. not think that's the weirdest thing though? You only ever seem to be kind of in sync with that female energy when you're like, eh. You know, like, I'm not really interested. You know what I mean? You yeah. When you're just yourself and you're just being, and you're kind of like, I don't really want to get anything out of this. When right. you're not chasing. When you're not chasing. When you're not such chasing, a relief. That's run. such yeah. a relief. Yeah. And that's when you, like, intertwine with it. Because, yeah. like, like, I was talking to Kenny, you know, we, well, we went to this conference, and I was not, you know, I'm thinking work, 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 work. Mm. And at the end of the day, you know, someone that I was working with, he was like, you know, she, she, she was all over you. Mm. I was like, I didn't have any idea, because I wasn't, yeah, do you know what I mean? I thinking that. I just wasn't that's, like, oh, those, are the perfect, those are the perfect times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And it, I, f I feel like, a, well, for me, my testosterone has ruled most of the, most of the situations mm. when I'm with women. 
and I can't be authentic with them mm. because it's there's this thing. Oh, I'm gonna am I gonna have sex with this woman? Yeah, so she likes she likes me, and yeah, maybe you know. And then of course I just can't be present. I can't be. Mm. I can't. And I'm thinking, and uh, so it's so hard to to get the the sexual thoughts, the sexual. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's really a, a muscle you have to exercise. Yeah. Really. Uh, now that is like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean... I know what you mean. Yeah. It feels <laughs> like thinking, owning your dick so your dick doesn't own you. you. Yeah, exactly. Who's going to be in charge? Right. It or you? Yeah. And there's a time and a place to hand power over to it, I'd say. Yes, definitely. But for it to be always in charge. And easier said than done sometimes because, you know them be powerful tools it's like how do you tame i I remember after speaking to your brother once we were walking in the forest and i actually got a t-shirt made when he gave me the line owning a penis is like being chained to a madman and (laughs) it's true true. sometimes there's this unruly thing that a lot of people don't understand Mm -hmm. and a lot of people think it's cool to be owned and ruled by Right. Well, that's for boys. You're supposed to learn how to um, own it. Right. And own your creative power Mm. and own your potency Mm. and grow with that Mm. and then direct that creative energy and direct your power. Easier said than done. And it's something that I think is very rarely discussed. Mm -hmm. Now, we've got distracted by your uh, love life. Okay. And I'm, I haven't got a problem with that, but we need to go into a break quite soon and then right. we'll come back for you to check in with your Christmas, Bertie. Um, but, you know, I just love hearing the way that you have stepped into your own place mm. inside of yourself as well as in your environment and you have boundaries. And I wonder whether you're actually pleased that you didn't find a replacement relationship for your sense of self and mm. whether you... You know. Yeah, I feel pleased. I feel, yeah, and um, flirting and, uh, yeah, just, but also taking my sexuality with me. Mm. You know, it's like, uh, but it's, it's, and not, yeah, just, just, um, uh, that the whole thing, the whole enchilada. So you've had space to chase women, be chased, break hearts, have broken hearts, um, and not really get into a relationship. Mm-hmm. And now you have a relationship with you that you wouldn't have had if you found a replacement. Yeah, and all those and all those self. relationships have been informed have informed me. I've gone through a lot. So yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about Christmas, Bertie. Uh, uh I don't know. I'm feeling a bit fuzzy headed, so I was finding it a bit hard to f- follow the conversation and engage. Um and Christmas, the subject really just doesn't, doesn't bring up mm, anything for me. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, where, are you, um, where are you going? Are you going to be with your parents? Or? Yeah, I'll be with uh, my family just just for a couple of days. I've made the executive decision to leave it on. Oh, fine. Because it's boiling in here. Okay. So we could all use a bit of cold air. And you can't really hear it, to be right. fair. No. We're talking but, uh, about the fan. The fan, not Bernie. Yeah, so I'll I'll spend a a couple of days with my family. um, And apart from that, it just feels like normal, everyday life. Mm. It's not a biggie for you, really. 
Hmm? Well, not a biggie for you. No. And the fuzzy headedness, is it part of your illness or are you just. It could be, yeah. Mm. Just don't feel very present or sharp. Mm. Do you feel like you should be? Um, nah. That's good. <laughs> so we can all chill out. Yeah, yeah. I should, yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Freedom. Anything you want to say about anything? Or shall we move on? I'm easy. Mm. No, I guess uh, try and make it interesting, Paul. <laughs> I've tried to fill your space with <laughs> <laughs> something interesting. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. yeah. Who needs to put on a good show, though? Who needs I'm to be interested? I don't know. Am I, f am I the only one fi finding it hard to engage the conversation? Okay. A little why, bit. Why do you find it hard? Why do you find it hard to engage? I don't know. I just, just not feeling it. Is it too overwhelming? Is it? Uh, no. Is it because? Is it the heat in here? <laughs> yeah. no. um, so answer his question. I'm, I'm finding it. He's okay. all stuffed Quite up. Quite easy to engage. All stuffed up. Yeah. I'm a little bit. I'm finding it a little bit hard. But I mean, I got like three hours sleep last night. So mm. you know, mm. Mm. it's probably because you're all stuffed up. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you're all con there's all your sinus passages, and you're just like, Ugh. and you're mm. you're probably still in holiday mode. When did you get back from your holiday? Uh, Monday. So I mean, you're what for two, three days? Like you're still in like chill out, don't focus, walk on the beach mode, aren't you? Mm. you where, where did you go? Uh, Lisbon. Oh, Lisbon. Oh, nice. Mm. I was ill the whole thing. There. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Oh shit! Stayed in the hostel for. Did you really? Oh, oh no. man, that sucks. Mm. Honestly, that's horrible. No yeah. wonder you're kind of blah. Yeah. It was like blah. Yeah, it was really, it was really annoying. No, no, nothing no. worse. Mm -hmm. When you go away and you're ill. Mm. Yeah. Nothing worse, honestly. Yeah, it, yeah. It's such a crushing defeat. Mm. I've had it before. You book you book time off work and you just lie in bed and you're like, this is horrible. Yeah. You know, yeah. I wanted to go out and do stuff and it's like, I've just been confined to these four walls. Mm. So maybe that's a bit why you're a bit, maybe Bubba, you're always it. <laughs> maybe there's no need for a reason and mm. you just just how you are and that's fine mm. i don't have a problem with it mm. it sounded like you're a bit you know, that's frustrating i would be frustrated mm. you if i went to lisbon day. and stayed in a room yeah, yeah yeah so yeah so you're probably a bit like fuck this fuck yeah. Mm. yeah yeah um, but uh yeah uh i don't know I'm a bit American because I've been in America for half my life, but I've been educated in England, and I know there's this attitude in England about stiff upper lip. Just if you're feeling keep like shit, if you're on. feeling like shit, keep it in. And just mm. you know, weather it. And uh, whereas in the states, if they're feeling like shit, they let everybody else know. <laughs> they really do. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like rampant rage, uh, road <laughs> rage, and all sorts of stuff. Mm. Um, but I love I love the British Reserve. I love it. <laughs> and I love being in Britain again and being British. Yeah. Mm. Right. Shall we move to Paul? Yeah. Cool. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, quick uh, Christmas for me. Um, I really enjoy the time with family. I was mm. saying earlier about the kind of retail thing, but like the family part of it, I really like Christmas Day and Boxing Day, just having the kids home and my brother will come round and his girlfriend. And we just play silly games mm. Mm. eat loads of food I just like that what kind of uh, silly games like Pictionary um, we kind of make up our own games oh really we've uh, I've been thinking of a couple of games for this year but usually we do some sort of um, 
guess the theme like music theme to a movie or something right or guess the song type thing all right um but uh i was watching this comedy show uh and they were doing this this kind of quiz it's really simple it's like two boxes there's a carrot in one box <laughs> the idea is to try to win the carrot um it sounds like a poor person's christmas doesn't it <laughs> but essentially it's a bluffing game and if i've got the carrot in the box i'm trying to get bertie to swap my box or he's trying to get me to swap it right i'm gonna lie about it but it's you know, it's so you're trying fun. to you're trying to keep the carrot. Or get you're trying to keep the carrot. Yeah. Okay, because cool. so you're yeah. trying to bluff him to be like you don't want what's in yeah. the box. So yeah. I might say, if I've got a carrot in my box, I might say, "No, nah, there's no carrot in here," and it's he won't look in his box. Only one of us can look in the box. So he's going to go. Well, maybe I want to swap. Or so it's like kind of reading poor man's poker. That's what <laughs> it is. It's poor man's poker. So it sounds um, like you like the being together aspect yeah, I do, yeah. they're not doing and they're not buying yeah. just hanging out eating having space yeah. playing games whatever Definitely, yeah. and it's absolute chaos it's like we all rip the shit out of each other yeah there's a lot of piss taking going on at christmas in, in, in our family everybody's quite sharp with their tongue so Excellent. you kind of get this cuss off needling like me and you know, Bertie going out for lunch we just end up ripping <laughs> shit out of each other <laughs> in a friendly loving kind of way but it's <laughs> it's we have that banter going on so does it ever turn sour um, do people ever cross the line or alcohol yeah, or paranoia or? no i cross the line in terms of food right and i'm lying on the floor and i'm in pain that's probably one too many sausage rolls <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's, it's it's completely different to um say my mum's christmas for instance so how come like it took me a while to separate my Christmas from her Christmas mm. because after my dad passed away, which was 30 years ago now, it was like this year was the anniversary of that. Wow. 30 years. Um, she hated Christmas. It was really stressful. Yeah. Um, you know, having just her and bringing up two boys and I guess, you know, the stress of having to buy presents and stuff like that. She was, um, she hated it and she still does. So I, if I talk to my mum on the phone, she's, she's, she's stressed. Wow. This time of the year, Does even though there's nothing. Christmas, Christmas is stressful. Last year, mm. me and my brother, we decided we were going to do Christmas for like my right. mum. Yeah, and this is we're talking, you know, one person, two people, including my nan, and it was like we were like, wow, this is hard. Mm. Like we didn't appreciate how much work goes into this. You know, you no. got to go out and buy all the food, you got to bring it home, you got to prep it, and then you got bags of food, and it's like, what do I do with the other food I need no. to eat? And then you got to wake up and cook it and set the table. I was like, wow, this is like work. Yeah. Kind of, you know, <laughs> I think the organising for it, if you're not used to cooking for lots of people, then yeah. it's it's kind of like a big but it's, it's, it's big funny pressure, isn't it? We were, you know, we, I, remember si I remember sitting around the Christmas table and me and my brother were talking to my mum saying like, wow, we didn't realise like how yeah. much work you used to put into this, mm. you know yeah. what I mean? Like, mm. you really did, like, this wasn't, yeah. for us it was two weeks off school, for you this was like two weeks in the trenches sort yeah. of thing, you know, mm. you, you were out every day shopping, Definitely. and so. And they make it look so natural as well, it's yeah. like you're just enjoying the day and it's like, it just magically appeared. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Father Christmas just dropped this yeah. shit through the chimney. Yeah. There was just a big turkey on the right. table, a couple of yeah. puddings, and I was like, oh, this is great. Like, how did this happen? You know, yeah. Christmas miracle. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is, yeah. yeah. So my, my mum tends to sort of isolate herself away at Christmas now, so she sort of doesn't want to get involved. She's living up north now as well, so it's, it's not so easy for her to come round. Right. Her partner's a bit of a humbug. Oh really? I might edit that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, they, I just, I can't be around that yeah. Christmas. I don't want it to to 
ruin my Christmas with family, so we yeah. tend to do Christmases in different spaces and all that. So, so yeah. in a way, Christmas-wise, she's still grieving or traumatised. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Mm. yeah, it's still there. It's not, it's not really past. So she's not really, yeah, she's not really moved on from that yeah. survival. Definitely, yeah. Because you've got choice and boundaries, and it mm. sounds like you've created your own family as well. Yeah, I think the kids have just like they've helped me to see the magic in Christmas again, yeah. and you know, just playing right. games with them and yeah. endless years of building Lego kits. Oh wow! Yeah. But yeah. kits though, kits are a should. Yeah. What did Lego yeah. do when they like shoulded Lego with yeah. a kit? I like bricks and bits. And oh, you like just building, oh, right? Exactly. Just that's creative. That's how old were the kids when you first celebrated Christmas with them? Um, so, 10 years ago, Oliver would have been 9, yeah. I think, 9 and 13. And that, that age, 13, you just, yeah. that's the whole interaction of building yeah. Lego together and mm, figuring things yeah. out and then playing games. I love yeah. playing mm, games because yeah. that's the best way to interact. What are you talking about yeah. at that age? I'm 24, I still love doing <laughs> 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 Yeah, there's no change there. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but some, yeah, well, kids with kids is just so, f I don't know, it's a different, but it's um, yeah. also, yeah, with adults too. Yeah, adults need to do this. No, I'm still a kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's well because I I buried that part of me, like mm. the yeah. child part. I grew up really quick at the age mm -hmm. of 13, trying yeah. to take responsibility for the rest of the family and stuff. So the kids came along and they reminded me of that. And right. then I was a bigger kid than them. And I was the one that was getting into trouble and into <laughs> these sweets. And you know, like, like, calm down now. So you got another opportunity another to opportunity. have your childhood yeah. um, beyond the grief. Yeah. And you just got to do it again. Yeah. You're really yeah. lucky. Mm. Good on you. Yeah. It's, yeah, the kids have, have shown, shown me that, you know. And uh, I think kids have a good way of kind of uh, just showing you stuff you know yeah. about yourself yeah so, uh, well mm -hmm. and are you doing all the cooking no Anna would do the cooking really she's, she's good for uh, for big cheese she's just really good with that stuff and all that yeah, I, just, <laughs> right. I just hover around and try to steal a, a wing or something uh, or some food <laughs> off the side and just get in the way <laughs> um, but yes yeah, I, I won't step in the kitchen at that point hmm so, uh, hmm mm. done yeah done yeah do you know, I'm a little bit blank with Christmas this year. I'm chuffed that we're not going anywhere. I'm chuffed that we don't have to travel to Italy or Wales or whatever, because traveling is a pain in the ass and all the people and the frenzy and the crowds and carrying stuff. I really can't be bothered, especially with this cold. And I'm really chuffed that we're going to be at home and we're going to buy a tree and we've got baubles from Liberties. Oh, check you! I know. Check We're gonna. You. I'm gonna whip out my Liberty's baubles, and <laughs> and also a live tree. The tragedy about live trees is these days they don't smell of anything. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm why? I, I, I'm I'm short on the live tree. What do you mean? I'm not a fan. Oh, because it kills the trees and stuff. Mm, uh, you know, I wasn't even gonna go there. It just makes a mess. <laughs> I that's like how, that's how like you know shallow I am. I'm like, no, fuck the tree. <laughs> it's my living room. <laughs> <laughs> it's my living room. I don't want to say. No, it's the you get the needles everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But that's Christmas everywhere. No, and it's just and such the pine a smell everywhere. 
The pine smells a good that's thing. That's what I want. It's gone though, isn't it? You it's don't gone. Get, yeah. They spray things or they, they newt their trees or something. Yeah, you I don't can know. put a pine spray. Oh, God, disgusting. Mm. That fake horrible. Oh, that doesn't smell good. But you just get a, a plastic tree and hang toilet duck, you know, from mm. the pine fragrance from the... Um, <laughs> plastic tree is the best. You, 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 uh, you set it up, you put it there, no aggro, nothing. Are no they like kind, kind of umbrellas? You just sort of yeah, they literally are. Literally they literally are. are. You oh, just go like hell. clack, clack, and it's like <laughs> boom, Christmas. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas the the going out and getting well, like we used to do it when we were kids. I remember. Yeah, and it's such a faff, man. It is such a faff, and yeah. I'm not a fan of faff. Yeah. Okay, I was dreading it every time with the kids. I was with my kids. I was waiting until like, I think it was like ten days before, a week or ten days before Christmas, and I'd be like, okay. My wife would say, okay, you have to go and get the Christmas tree. And I'm like, do I have to? (laughs) 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 The the only time I'd get a live Christmas tree, you know, if I lived in like the mountains of Norway somewhere, Mm. I'd go out there with my axe and claim my own tree. Because again, it's the same thing. You just go to a guy (laughs) in a parking lot, don't you? Mm. And you're like, yeah, I just want that one. (laughs) <laughs> well, I can't, like, also, you know what I mean? Like, just get a plastic one from Argos. One quid, happy You're days, done. Christmas and it's Christmas. <laughs> like, it? No, no, I love Christmas. <laughs> but I'm just not a fan of the tree. Like I said, if I'm going to get a live tree, the only way I'm going to do it now is if I go out there and get it myself. Like, wilderness, mm. you know, survivor style. Bear so grills. Strangely, in my world, Christmas has equaled family and New Year has equaled friends. Like, who is my friendship group? Who do I belong with? Who do I want to be with? Who do I want to party with, etc. So rather than talking about New Year, shall we do another round, basically about friends, current friends, past friends, um, and the whole friendship issue? Because it can be a really weird thing these days. You know, dating's bad enough, but a lot of men don't have one friend or one person they can really trust or talk to or belong with without pretending to be someone that they should be, like an alcoholic or, a, I don't know, a lech or something. So shall we do, why are you... What's, it, what's, what's a lech? A lech. What's a lech? Someone that leches at women and is disrespectful like type thing. A, a creep. creep. Okay, fine, yeah. Yeah. Fine. yeah. 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 Kind of a wet rag or something. Hmm? We didn't do your Christmas. Thank right. you for noticing. Oh, my. Thanks for noticing. Yeah, yeah, I, I, was, I, heard was I was trying to see. About. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> you've talked so much about <laughs> Christmas that I forgot just, how very rude. I'll just shut up. And that's why Paul is better than me at facilitating men. He includes everyone. I'm just here for my entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> just here for a good show over to you do i get to speak now i like christmas? guess christmas, <laughs> christmas. <laughs> do you not pass no. uh, uh, christmas has always been a weird time for me and it's especially weird this year because being from a divorced family we always alternate the christmases so one year it's with mum one year it's with dad mm. and then it's like what do we do boxing day whatever so it's always been like quite weird if that makes sense because like I'll do I'll kind of have like the two Christmas thing whereas mm-hmm. I will do Christmas like a week early with like one parent and then I do the proper thing a week later but with my nan being really ill it's probably going to be her last Christmas mm-hmm. and she's always been very influential in the whole Christmas process for my mum but this year it's dad's turn for Christmas mm. so it's kind of like is that negotiable? do you want to be with him at Christmas this year? I think it's fair that's the problem. It's like if we right. did Christmas with mum last year, we've got to do Christmas with dad this year. For their sake. You, yeah, I just think it's fair, right? Isn't like that interesting? They that get to be with their children, but i.e. me. It's like the children are taking care of the needs of the adults. 
Oh, that's, that's the story of my life. Right? <laughs> All right, come on. <laughs> that is, I, knew, I knew that one a long time ago. And if you said, I mean, not that I'm suggesting this, just curious, if you said to your father, I want to do it with I said, can I did, and he said, what about your, your, ne- your other then? She's not very well either. Uh, I'm like, yeah, but she ain't got stage four cancer and, yeah, you know, yeah. three, four months to live. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. Not is, that, is that his mum? That's his, no, that's my mum's mum. Okay. Who is the, the one that I always kind of bring up in the groups is I refer to as my mum's mum because she mm, was yeah. the, when the my parents divorced I lived with my mum and it was my mum's mum that filled in the role of my father mm. that makes sense yeah. you know what mm. I mean she was kind of the more authoritative figure in the house mm. you've met my mum she yeah. couldn't she couldn't punish anyone you know what I mean <laughs> she couldn't do anything um, so uh, she's very influential so I spoke to my father about it I was like look can we can we bend the rules she? he was having none of it and I thought oh great. Mm, so mm. and then it's like I've got to tell my mum I've got to be like hey but I love Christmas really don't mm. like Christmas trees <laughs> I'm sure you've gathered mm. but I like Christmas but it's just it's going to be a weird one this year I yeah, think it gets pretty politi- political isn't it mm. yeah. yeah I don't know like, oh, from a, what about from a, a, a parent's perspective of Christmas you know um, yeah uh, well, in, well we, we had wonderful Christmas I separated from my wife when they were when the kids were 18 and 16 I think oh, okay. it was like they were mm. a bit older yeah um, in, fact, in fact I think my wife stayed with me because she didn't really want to traumatize the kids yeah so we kept it uh, copious uh, for quite a while um, but um, yeah uh, now my son's 22 and um, he, I said, well, what are you going to do for Christmas? He said, well, I want to be with my friends down in the south of France. Uh, mm. And uh, uh, my daughter is with my, my ex in California. And um, I've, done a, I've gone all the way to California and I had Christmas. So occasionally I, I, I'll have Christmas with them. Cal- I just spent California Christmas has got to be weird, no? beautiful sun like yeah. hot weather oh, like it's christmas it's time best. it's beautiful christmas. yeah it's 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 well it's still a bit chilly but it's 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 so nice yeah, it's 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 amazing it's it, i i i uh it's unbelievable the weather is not even an issue you know? yeah you don't even think about the, it right yeah, yeah it's not even an issue i but i look at it every day when i lived there i looked at it every day and i was just i just felt so lucky mm. having come from london <laughs> and England, I just felt so lucky, mm. and mm. I, don't, I don't think people living there realized how lucky they were, you know. Mm. But yeah, the sun every day. Yeah, because the weather affects mood, and um, you know, if you go up to Edinburgh, they have the most heroin addicts because of the, of the sun. There's no, there's a lack of sun, and you get we get a lot from the sun that mm. people don't realize. We do. Yeah. They say it's the best. They say if you, um, it's like one of those travel tips I read somewhere. You should, if you're a uh, jet lag, you should go lie in the sun. Because the yeah. melatonin or something will regenerate you. I don't know the science behind it. Going back to what we were saying about the family stuff with your grandmother. Mm-hmm. It's like, for a lot of people, I am sure Christmas is pain because of who's not there. And that's something you've experienced with your father. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a place where your mother still is. And I wonder how many people who've lost a loved one, could be a parent, a partner. You know, there's one old guy who comes to the group, so I'm kind of dreading his Christmas because he is in so much pain, Mm. grieving the loss of his wife on a daily basis. And then Christmas is coming. So, yeah, it's like, it's a really, it's all supposed to be jolly and buy things and eat and drink and Mm. be merry. But the tragedy, the pain that can come up 
um, over Christmas. But um, anything else you want to say with the Christmas? Well, thing? I just I know that for my mum, Christmas is very hard because it was actually Christmas Eve when my father left. Wow! So she's never really been good around Christmas, and then the whole, you know, her mum not being well and then it's like oh your father's just running off again but this time with you two yeah. and you're not going to be here for Christmas and it's like well, it's not, you know yeah. what do you want me to do <laughs> I don't know what to do sort of thing I'm trying to juggle both camps yeah. so that's kind of what I wanted to say on Christmas but normally I love Christmas I hate retail Christmas I hate I mean we, I'm working near Oxford Circus so mm. there's nothing worse than that hell mm. I call it when you get to mm. Oxford Circus at like 6 o'clock on Christmas it's just the infestation of people I call it you know the mm. virus of people sucking all the life out of it but I'm a big fan of Christmas mm. is that when you leave your, your Christmas shopping to then that's why you that's why I hate, hate it so, so much, much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with all the other blokes yeah. <laughs> yeah. rushing around what are you my mum what are Christmas is also uh, it's funny when I was 19 or something like I went through that whole teenage year and I never cried Mm. never ever cried and I remember one Christmas I was sitting with my brother um, and we watched It's a Wonderful Life mm. oh, yeah. and at the end of that film oh, that works that, at the end <laughs> yeah. of you know when they were putting the money in the thing even yeah. I can feel it getting me now yeah. I just burst into tears yeah. I, I, I cried for like a good half an hour yeah. I don't know why I did I was just full blown tears and every year we watched that film together and every year I cry Excellent. and I have no idea why but it's got to be some sort of release or something yeah, you know what it is. I don't know what it is. I mean, like, I remember last year it was just the uh, because it's weird. It's almost for me. It's like the symbolic end of the day. If that mm. makes sense. And I know last year when we were doing all the cooking and like we were being the parents for my mum and my nan, and we were being the responsible adults. It was like we sat down on the sofa, mm. little glass of champagne. We watched It's a Wonderful Life, and it was like, <sighs> you know what I mean? It was like a release sort mm. of thing. But yeah. And that and that story is so interesting because he doesn't think that he's worth anything. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, and then I think and and he's like fighting. He's like that he's not worth anything. He wants to give it all in. Yeah. And and I think a lot of us want to do that. Yeah. Uh, I you know every one of us has felt that place. Why am I here? What am I? I'm not. No one's going to miss I'm me. I'm a waste. Yeah. No one's going to miss me. I'm a waste of space. Mm. And then, and then the angel shows him what life would have been like without him there. Mm. And it's just so incredibly moving. And then I think, then you, then I start to think, well, yeah, if I wasn't here, all the, you know, my kids wouldn't be. Here. Yeah. My, yeah. you know, and and so many things wouldn't be here if I hadn't been here. And it's like, uh, it's not even about kids. It's about you know. Um, you know my brothers and my interaction you know with with uh i'm the oldest of six children so yeah so it's it's this is incredible uh it's, a, it's uh, an incredible story of yeah. like worth isn't it yeah worth like, that's know, it exactly worth yeah and yeah. and and then and that's the that's the whole thing of it and uh uh i cry every time i see i that cry movie. every time and that movie it, did so badly when it first came yeah. out apparently Mm. And uh, now it's like it's a must see. It's a Christmas, Christmas, yeah, Christmas classic. You know? yeah. It's uh, that film every time. I don't mm. know what it is about that film, but mm. I just I cry and cry and cry. They start singing "Old Lang Syne" at the end, and it's like, man, mm -hmm. I can't take it. You know what I mean? I'm like, I gotta cry. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what it is. That that and Wooly always gets me. Mm. So shall we move on from? I do. I do have one last thing I want to say, it. which is funny about Christmas. So mm. my cousin 
his birthday is December 1st and he's just turned 17 yeah and you know he's at that phase in his life where he's like shaved his head he's yeah. doing boxing you know he's too he's too cool <laughs> to hang out with me anymore do you know what I mean so mm. I went and saw him the other day he's being all miserable and moody and I was like I said to him I said enjoy this time I was like this is your moment to to be who you want to be I was, mm. like, I was like go shave your head go boxing go do drugs you know what I mean I was like this is it this is your moment you know <laughs> That's what I said to him. I don't know. I think that was a good thing to say. Well, I always go do drugs. I was like, go do any. I, no. <laughs> yeah. I said, look, I said, this is your moment. I said, go do whatever you want to do. I was like, don't do none of the hard stuff. You know what I mean? I don't want to be getting a phone call from you at four o'clock in the morning. Like my friends overdosed on heroin. You know what I mean? But I said to him, I was like, look, this is it. I w- and I, I, I always wish someone had said to me, to me at that age mm. that you can go out and rebel now. Mm. Like give me permission almost sort of thing. Cause maybe I wouldn't have rebelled. You know, it's kind of that Jedi mind trick. I'm like, yeah, go do drugs. And he's like, well, fuck, I'm not going to do drugs. Mm. You know, like the old geezer told me to, so I'm not going to do it. Mm. Sort of thing. But I don't know, I just, it was happy to see him where I was at that age. Mm. You know, he's got a girlfriend now, hanging out with his girlfriend. Don't want don't to speak to me. I'll go around now, I'm like, happy birthday. He's like, yeah, whatever, man. Yeah. <laughs> I go to give him a hug. He's like, don't touch me. Don't give me a hug. I'm like, geez, I changed your diapers. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> it, was just, <laughs> it was just cool. I just thought I'd me- mention that. And Christmas, he's like, I'm not doing Christmas with the family this year. I'm going out on my friend's Christmas Eve. And so. that's, that becomes the chosen family. That that, be- that's yeah. what I was saying earlier about Christmas with family, New Year's with friends. But I, I think it's just that age, isn't it? I remember being that age and it was like, I just wanted nothing to do with the family. Well, and I wonder how that changes. Let's do a round on that. It's like, where do we belong? Who are our community? Who are our chosen family? And it could be other males, it could be not. But who have we chosen to bring out the best in us? Um, And even, I guess, for you, Paul, because you've gained a lot of popularity, you're known, and now you're moving on. I wonder how that is as well. It's like you've got your your blood family, you've got your chosen family, and you're moving on into the the great unknown. Mm. So do you want to kick us off with this, Bertie? Chosen family, old friends, new friends, belonging. So it's just about any of those things? Yeah, yeah. Where are you? Because you've recently had some old people show up as well, haven't you? Uh, yeah, so... <coughs> yeah, I had a weird... I've had a weird thing with... Um, uh, my... A guy who was like one of my closest friends from about... Age of 16 to... 20 or 21 or something like that uh, he disappeared when we were about 20 or 21 um, just kind of like went completely off the radar um, and yeah no one no one really knew what had happened and we all tried to get in touch with him and it just wasn't happening um, and he finally got in touch with me yesterday I think it was yesterday or the day before so um, after four or five years Yes, yeah, so that's probably like four wow. or five, five or six years even. It's um, a big deal, eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so yeah. That, that is, I would reckon, like, part of the reason why I'm fe- like not quite sure what I'm feeling at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, that's been strange. And we're going to meet up, which I'm, I'm really looking forward, looking forward to seeing him. Um, but I'm also, yeah, I guess I've just got a lot of mixed feelings about it. Um, and yeah, it's been a weird, it's been a weird time. There's uh, another guy I'm, who I'm like hanging out with more who 
uh, I was best friends with from like when I was born to about the age of 10 or something hmm. um, and we yeah we we uh, he went we went to different schools at 10 or he went down to uh, Dover or somewhere like that um, but yeah so that's been quite weird like we have we have again like loads in common and we get along really well um, we just haven't don't make the space to hang out much I guess um, um, but yeah that's that's really weird like hanging out with someone you you know them so well as a kid and as like a toddler and then you just don't know them as an adult <laughs> <laughs> it's a really weird, strange, strange place to be in. So, have you had to get to know yourselves and each other as adults, or do you just become yeah. kids together? Um, I think we've mainly just been kids together. Yeah. Like we've just been to the arcade. Oh, <laughs> we've just met up twice, and we just went to the arcade both times. Excellent. Was it fun? It was really fun. Yeah. Great. Um, but yeah, so so strange place with friends at the moment. Um. And, um, I guess, yeah, the chosen family thing, like, I definitely feel like my chosen family is kind of guys I've met through Menspeak, and, um, it's been, yeah, it's like, um, I guess I really value the guys who I met through Menspeak, because in general, they have just, like, depth, and they can talk about real stuff and um yeah do all that as well as just like banter and joke around mm -hmm. um it's just so rare to find people like that in just everyday life i just don't i don't even know if they exist <laughs> mm -hmm. um and it was funny like before i joined men speak i used to think you know i used to think i guess people like that were boring people that like talked about stuff seriously and mm. um you know i used to think it's not cool or something and i was like i wanted to hang out with my old friends who all we did was just like take the piss and joke around and i used that was what i wanted to hang out with and be around all the time but now it's like i can't, I can't do that for is it either or or can it be no both? it can be both yeah but yeah but but like now, if I'm around someone who's like, that's their only thing they can do, is just like have like the superficial stuff. Yeah, just can't can't be around them for long. Mm. Mm. It gets boring really quick, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. No space to be met. Mm. So, have you been able to take any of who you are um, with us, with the Men to Beat community, into your old friendship groups or into your life? Yeah. Yeah. And so that works. You can spread it and share it. Yeah, but I don't I maybe it's it shares it, but I think people are it's very hard to change sense. people and mm. no matter like how like I'd have to see people see like people a lot and to I don't know and they'd have to want to mm. engage like on a on a level of more depth or something mm. it's like you can't for I can't force that on people and yeah some people they're just it's just like too scary or something to mm. just like be real and 
not have to pop some kind of banter performance. So in a way, would it be fair to say that it's the difference between buying a laying hen and just getting a pre-cooked ready <laughs> turkey? Here's one that's ready to hang out with and here's one you're going to have to sit with for a bit to make mm. it hatch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you imply them with a bit of alcohol and <laughs> some truth serum. Marinade. Yeah. <laughs> So where the pre-packed turkeys for you to hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't it great to be able to just step in and mm. you know that yeah. it, it's there? Mm. Mm. Cool. That's yeah. so nice to hear. Mm. And I'm really chuffed that you've got like that you haven't excluded people from your life, mm. that you're still open to people mm. rather than, you know, I have found the cult and none mm. of you are worthy <laughs> of me anymore. Mm. That's really excellent. Mm. Cool. And yeah, I know what it's like to have someone show up from my deepest, darkest, I forgot that that's who I was kind of past. And it's mm. like, well, how's that going to fit in with me now? Mm. They're not going to relate to me. Mm. I remember having a phone call with my best friend from school when I was in Wales. And I used to be a basket case with all my mental health, twitching and grunting and picking and body dysmorphia and OCD and everything. Absolute basket case. I wasn't as far as I knew, popular. Since then, people have said they really liked me and I was popular. I was too busy being a basket case to notice. Mm. And I had this one best friend and we used to laugh so much. And he used to sing in the choir and all of this. He was a nice, nice boy from the valleys. And I remember quite a few years ago, we had a conversation on the phone for the first time. And he'd moved to Cardiff from the valleys for a while. And somehow I turned into whatever kind of beast you want to call me now. And he actually said during the call, you've really changed and you're scaring me. And it was just so sweet. It's like, I didn't, not like that because I was scaring him. I forgot who I was. I didn't know how to be that person anymore. I forgot who mm. we were together. And it was hilarious. It was great fun. And there's a loss in me that we can't meet and share that. That was the past. It's a real loss. But that part of me needs to come alive. So I inflict it on you lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, so wait a minute. So you haven't seen this person in five years and you see him again. And what kind of person that he, did he bring out in you when you met him? I mean, like... I haven't met him yet. Oh, you haven't no, met I him? No, I've just exchanged a couple messages on Facebook. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So do you think you'll revert to the way you guys were together, or do you... In some ways, yeah. Yeah, and and who is that guy? That guy that you don't like? That you don't like so much, or...? No, no, there's parts of me that I do like that when we were together. Mm. Um, but, um, but yeah, obviously, like, I guess with people like that in my life, the danger for me has been to kind of pretend that you know I'm, I'm the same as how i used to be right and kind of stay on this like you know surface level banter level mm -hmm. and then uh yeah i just feel kind of shitty after that if i right if, I, if, I'm, if yeah. I'm faking it yeah because old friends can take you back like and you're a child again mm. you know um yeah so it'd be interesting to see how you are when you yeah, yeah. when you're with him and whether you can be your new s your yourself that you are now with him mm. do you know i think that's needed a little bit a little bit of that like childishness you kind of need somewhere to be like a child and to have that like carefree child fun definitely yeah yeah i mean i think so i think it's nice to it's just mm. 
like Paul said, be silly and kind of get into trouble, mm. Mm. like you did when you were a child, sort of thing. Well, you're not serious trouble, but mm. I think there's a space for it. I think it could be quite a nice thing to see an old friend and mm. go back to those kind of school days, sort of thing. I think it's really healthy as well to not have one person. Some people have a wife or a girlfriend. It's like you are custodian of all my parts, all my vulnerability and my anger and my fear and my love and my debrief and my therapist and my mummy and my the one that I take things out on and so it goes on. But to have a variety of people uh, to, to bring out these different parts of me for these parts to be met is well worthwhile. Over to you, Paul. I, do we only have 15 minutes left? We have 17 minutes Seven, left. We'd better step it up, eh? Right. Mm. Oh, we can forget me again, it's fine. Do <laughs> <laughs> you really think I have enough depth of feeling to give a shit? <laughs> <laughs> Over to I you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> James, you're behind all the buttons. It just seems, it just seems like you think I'm with you've power. already got your toys. Yeah. I do have my toys, that's <laughs> for sure. I do have all my toys. <laughs> mm. Mm. Chos chosen family, friends, belonging, right. tribe, moving on in your case. Yeah, I suppose because of the travel next year I'm kind of I'm trying to cram in seeing everybody at the moment I'm trying to sort of catch up with everybody and all of a sudden I just see the value of all the friendships I've got yeah so you know I, I was joking earlier about coming for a free men's group today but when I saw who was you know coming I was like oh cool chance to hang out with people that I like you yeah know? and so for me it's just like hanging out with friends um it's uh yeah, it's been cool. I, I guess the travels made me realise how important people are to me. Yeah. Mm. And when I'm guessing after your father, I wonder whether then or before then you were more on duty mm. to take his place rather than available to be one of the boys just being normal and playing and hanging out. Mm. And I know the tragedies in my life have cost me because I wasn't just another boy carefree playing and hanging out and growing with the other boys. Mm. So I wonder if that's had uh, a difference and how you've gained popularity and friends to hang out with beyond taking care of people and beyond the old role. Mm. Yeah, it had a massive impact on me. So when, when my dad passed away, I felt like I said earlier instantly responsible for family yeah so then I felt like I had to grow up quick so then I, I remember actually pushing a couple of good friends away from me my best friend and another guy why um, just it's like playtime's over yeah I need to be wow. an adult now in you know I was probably 14 at the time yeah but in my head I was like I need to be an adult I need to provide I need to you know mum's struggling at the moment yeah I need to go find some work I mean what work is a boy going to do at 14 it's yeah and then I guess in that kind of growing up phase um, I kind of rebelled every now and again so I was an, I was an adult in a boy's body but yeah. then I would rebel as a boy and I'd get myself into loads of trouble and mm. stuff like that so it was like so you needed space for both yeah 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 so that I guess the space was kind of just forced with the kind of boy trying to get out and just get attention and yeah um their friendship didn't come a, to a lot longer for me. Um, I really struggled with the concept of that mm. um, no because way. I was too busy trying to save people, mm. trying to like you know look look for the problem, look for the issue. Mm. How can I help you? How can I be 
you know, responsible for you, and and it's uh, wasn't healthy. So how did it uh, shift? Um, yeah, good question. I, I don't know what exactly happened to make it shift, mm. but I, I suppose part of dropping the responsibility mm. helped, mm. and then it made space for for that kind of friendship to come in after. So our friendship. did you attract different people when you changed yeah, the role? Yeah, I did. I sort of just went enough of this saving people. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there was this space. But I struggled in the early days. I was like, what is this? How do I friendship? do this? Yeah, exactly. How am I supposed to do yeah. this if you're not showing me your pain and I can't fix you? Can mm. you play the game of relationship, please? Yeah. Now, there must be some shit going on here that I can save you from. Yeah. I expected <laughs> it. Like, to hang out with people, I expected it to be hard work. Right. Because, you know, prior to that, clients, people that were around me wouldn't be. It was, I was on duty, so it was, yeah. it was hard work. It was, you know, what, what do I need to fix here? What's the problem? I've just had yeah. a really weird memory. I, I remember leaving, what do you call those places that we stayed in um, Morocco? What do you call that, that place? Riyadh. Riyadh. Riyad. Yeah. Stepping outside our Riyadh, waiting for the others, and the three of us, Yumi and Max, were outside. And without saying a word, this is stupidity in allowing the child to play, without saying a word, I put both my hands out, and you both trustingly held my hands, <laughs> and before you knew it, we were skipping down the lane. <laughs> uh, you're thinking of somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't there. That was hilarious. <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> but, do you know, I wonder, for the three of us, whether that trip, so it's, um, it was the group that you weren't in, the fourth Thursday closed group, self-organized, the trip to Morocco, Menrocco. Uh, and this was the second time we went out, and Max came. I think it was mm -hmm. it before you. No, you were in the group already. Yeah, I was just in the group. Right. Just it was new. I was the new one, I think. Yeah. And yeah. then it was in, in November. I think it was. That's right. Uh, yeah, we were there for International Men's Day. Right. And I remember how just a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I feel the three of us were in a different place. <coughs> of mm. now, this is playtime, and how do we play? without having to fix or save or be responsible and just be free and stuff like that. And it was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing to be in a place where it's like Star Trek. We have landed on this mysterious planet that we now have license to explore mm. without any shoots, without anyone telling us where to go or what to do. And there was one guy who wanted to tell us where to go and what to do. <laughs> I wanted to tell you what to do. <laughs> exactly. Any of oh, my God. That would, do you know, that's one of the best. I don't often get a chance to shout. But so, to cut a long story short, we were on the roof. There was some, some guy flirted with Des like there's no tomorrow, saying, I'll show you around Morocco or Essaouira. Or where were we? Was it Essaouira or was Fez? Fez. I'll Fez. show you around Fez. Yeah. And then I said to you, like, wait a minute, do we want to be shown around Fez or do we want to explore? And we were upstairs checking in right at the beginning and we agreed that we don't want someone to show us around. We want to explore and we're not going to be owned by this guy, irrespective of whether he's decided that we now are his property. So when the guy downstairs let him up onto the roof and he started shouting and arguing, it, the roles that you and I played, I think, particularly were amazing. 
because he was lunging towards me. How dare you take? Who do you think you are? And I, <laughs> I think I shouted something like, get off our roof. <laughs> and I bellowed. And it was just, uh-huh. I love shouting. I I'm, I'm just rarely have the opportunity. Meanwhile, you stepped in and you heard him. Rather than it being him against me, he was actually heard, and I thought you were impeccable. And between us, somehow, we wrestled him off our roof. I just felt sorry for the guy, because he was just being dominated by you. Because I think the position as well, where we were standing down the steps, yeah. and your voice, I'd never seen you like that before. It was like, fucking hell, Kenny. Was like, <laughs> where's that coming from? <laughs> Such a small guy. I need to step in and stop this guy from having a punch-up. <laughs> But the, the guy was kind of like, I think he, you know, like you said, just needed to be heard. Yeah. And then he sort of calmed down. Yeah. And then I think you calmed down a couple of days later. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, it became our trip. It was our yeah. adventure. And I think, I remember you choosing the room that you chose, which was amazing. And it's like, am yeah. I allowed the trip? Of course you're allowed that yeah. room. It was brilliant. And that space for us, it's so important. Anyway. Yeah, we had yeah. the whole, whole, whole uh, Riyadh to ourselves. Oh, it yeah. was like it was a castle. miracle. That yeah, was it, was really it was cool. so damn cheap, too. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. It felt like, for me, it looked like going on a school trip, revisiting that stuff without all of the bullying and all the other stuff that happened when I yeah. went yeah. on a school trip at school. It was like, you know, this is actually people I want to be around have some mm. fun I feel yeah. safe you know not you know some nasty fucker bullying in, in school you know and yeah. not wanting to go to sleep because you know you don't know what's going to happen the, yeah, yeah. The, one, one of the nights on uh, a school on a school trip guy put toothpaste all around this guy's mouth when he was sleeping I was like and then chucked all his clothes out the window yeah it's like the kind of shit you had to sort of stupid boy stupid stuff yeah, it's yeah. just like and then you know, no wonder boys do that as they go into men and it just yeah. carries on, doesn't it? Uh, well, yeah. no wonder you, feel, no need for you feel hostile yeah. Like, around yeah, amongst yeah. Like, men. You know, I mean, no wonder you don't feel like you can be yeah. connected with these men because the moment you shut your eyes, they're, yeah. doing, they're drawing stuff on your that, face. That's yeah. a pissing contest, really, yeah. as well. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's like, yeah, no. Who so I really appreciate it. I mean, that particular event in, in Fez, Morocco, we were all enjoying each other's company yeah and there was no competition and there was no yeah but when uh, you but it, it growing up in boarding school it was all competitive it was like who could piss the furthest it mm, was just ridiculous yeah. and and everybody was kind of alone and miserable as a result mm. of being so competitive Co- uh, the competition's very isolating i find it can be yes mm. and i think so yeah and yeah it's 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 the, well it's the way it's done you know it's like, oh, I'm the win- there's only one winner. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. You know? no, but it's, 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 it, it, for me, it creates like a me and you scenario. Yeah, Do yeah. you know what I mean? Where it's like I'm competing against you. I'm you stronger than you. You're weaker. Yeah. It's just all this fucked up And that, yeah. those trains of thought are very isolating. You know, I, yeah. can't, I can't ask him for help because then he'll know my secrets. Right. And it's like, mm. I can't connect on that level sort of thing. I yeah. like team sports because you're really... Yeah. I do, as I, a whole team. I really do like competition. Like, I'm yeah. quite a competitive person, but I definitely think... You, you know, you, you meet those people who it's like, it's just everything is a competition. Mm. I'm like, no, yeah. it's like, we don't have to compete to how fast we can drink a cup of coffee. You know, that must like, be so exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think one of the, the modern day tragedies, and this goes back to boarding school and everything else, is how can I be good enough to then connect with people and be mm. in community? And it happens on social media, showing yourself, showing your body or your car or your chick or your whatever it is. And it's just like, 
cut the act connect now rather than dedicating life to being good enough and stepping on other people's heads to go higher that's just plain rude just connect are we running out of time six minutes that's ridiculous what is it about the last couple of groups that we did they weren't actually groups it was just us hanging out and chatting don't look at me you're the moderator <laughs> you're the one that's supposed to mediate all of this <laughs> i just turn the microphones on you know you just turn on me <laughs> again what happened to subservient paul anything else you want to say oh i'm good are you sure yeah. Yeah. you are going to be seriously missed i think yeah uh it's really weird it's even irrespective of how much i see you i don't know about you lot it's just knowing that you're around and suddenly you're not going to be around and they're probably going to have to do some trip abroad to come and visit you yeah. i'll still be around because i'll still be on online groups yeah I'll still be doing that stuff all right still going to keep in touch with people um as much as i can i'm not right. seeing that as on holiday or traveling i still want to work as i'm moving around and stuff so yeah i'm, I'm, I'm so links. excited for you yeah, yeah. Especially when you describe getting rid of all your stuff and, you know, you're just, you're going for the experiential life rather than the stuff life, you know. Mm. Yeah, so it's great. Yeah. And I really love that you are doing the online groups, um, especially you've, what, what, do you remember the dates that you're doing them over Christmas? So there's one this Saturday. Right. And then there's one on the 27th, I think. What so time? The fourth, fourth Saturday of each month, I think. All right. So, yeah, and it's... Uh, 10.15 for a 10.30 start until 1 o'clock. Cool. Two and a half hours. Um, and then I guess I, every year, put on a couple of groups somewhere between Christmas and New Year. And the object of the exercise, and men are so good at isolating and harming, self-harming and committing suicide and stuff, it's ridiculous. I'd like men to be better at connecting with each other. If it's connect with someone mm. first so you can connect with yourself whatever way around. But I love that you are holding a space and we're putting a space that people don't have to be alone and go bonkers and sad and start to lose it. It's like, don't connect and break the spell. Um, and where do people go? Is it mensgroups.co.uk? Mensgroups.co.uk to find out um, what's on and where it's on, online and off. Um, and I guess, in a nutshell, do you two want to say anything on this round of... Uh, chosen family, belonging. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, well that was easy. What do you mean by chosen family? So there's blood family, right. and, um, which is related. Yeah, which chosen yeah. families who I choose oh, okay. to be close to, to open up to, to care about, to let in. Right. Stuff like that. Gosh, um, the blood family has been so easy, you because know, and I'm, I've been so lucky. They're just there, yeah, yeah. you know. And I, yeah, and I, I grew, I traveled all growing up, so I didn't have deep roots with with friends that I don't go back too far. Yeah, and um, my brothers, they grew up in London, and they have deep friends here. They mm -hmm. have like lots of friends. So, uh, my family is where my roots are. My you know all my brothers and sisters and they are not here they're not in England and they're in the states and Costa Rica and all sorts of places so uh, uh, but I f I I choose to feel the blood you know as I feel mm. like they're, they're they're like 
I had my birthday alone, but they all called, you know, a lot of them called me and stuff like that. Yeah, so. How yeah. dare you? Um, you weren't alone. So we I did don't lunch. So I, <laughs> 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 I had lunch. Yes, we had lunch. I'm not counted. Yes, yes, no, no, you no, are, you are, you're counted. It's just, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, uh, no, I had, thank you very much. That was. That's I was kidding. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like you're saying something similar to Paul that it's not about being physically together. Mm. It's about feeling each other, mm. choosing to be connected, uh, and using technology mm -hmm. to to just to be around. Yeah, I, I I actually remember playing chess or something or backgammon with my brother who was in Australia, Shondor when he was in Australia. Yeah, we played backgammon online while we were talking. Wow. Mm. So it's so fun to do in, uh, games uh, while, you, while you're interacting, and uh, the games are, are so important that's for, really for interaction. Good idea. Yeah, anyway, so there we go. Right, mm. we have one minute. What I always say at the end of men's groups, which is probably quite irrelevant here because we're all friends anyway, but generally at the end of, so your men's group, you can download from mensgroups.co.uk, ground rules, checking around. At the end, remember to say that it is unfortunately normal that if people have stuff come up, especially males, that they might uh, isolate, withdraw, rather than step forward and stay connected. So I always say at the end of men's groups, you can connect with anyone you've been in the group with, and no one is obliged to respond. Um, be clear about your own boundaries, but you can connect with me. So, hopefully, this will inspire you to be available to love more. And here's some structure to do it. Here endeth our group.